Yo, yo, what's up? Thanks for tuning in to the Brothers Hunt Podcast. This week it's just me and Reed. Yo, boy. CMA week, we're exhausted. Um, still getting rocked by um, Rocky Mountain Spotted. Had a fever today, thought about, thought about that. Yep. Um, but it's all good when I'm in that pool because I can't even feel myself sweating, you know what I'm saying? No doubt. And pool's getting clear. Pool's, pool's, pool's clearing up. Pool's clearing up for sure. Yeah. Clearing up. Clearing up, clearing up enough for you to find your blue otters at the bottom of the of the deep end. I've already found them. I can't do summer without blue otters. I can't do life without blue otters. Man, if blue you... Blue otters is family. <laughs> blue otters is my family. No doubt. If you want a great pair of sunglasses that'll keep you looking extra cool on the hottest of days, go check out Blue Otter Polarized Dot. Com. You can get whatever you need there. They got some dope hats. They just came out with new uh, lenses. Not really? like not not the make, but the color. So oh, it's cool. like a Luke had some the other day. Remember? Balling. Yeah, they're they're sick. Go check them out. Anyway, go check those guys out. We appreciate them being the title sponsor of this podcast. I know we have a lot of fun on this podcast, and we talk and act crazy and make fun of a lot of things. Um, but we at the Brothers Hunt would just like to send our condolences to Granger Smith and his family. Um, they had a tragedy, tragic accident happen um, at their home uh, and lost their three-year-old boy, three-year-old boy River. Um, we would just like that family to know um, that we were praying for them, praying for strength, healing, uh, and understanding. I can't imagine. We can't imagine. We're not going to pretend like we know what they're going through. Um, but we would just like to ask you, the listener, instead of playing an intro song this week to just take these next 30 seconds, 20 seconds, whatever it is, um, and offer a prayer uh, of strength for that family as uh, our hearts are broken. I know their hearts are broken. I don't know Granger personally, but I just know from the type of person he um, presents himself to be that he's a man of faith. Yeah. And uh, I've never heard anything say a bad thing about him. Anybody that's ever played with him or, or written with him or worked with him in, in any capacity have always had said he's an upstanding guy. He's a family man, and uh, we just want to know. We just want them to know that our hearts go out. Yeah, man. Prayers for y'all. So just take this twenty seconds, and uh, we'll catch you on the flip. CMA week. Woo. Been a tough one. Yep, tired. <laughs> I'm real tired. You're going to be able to tell in our voice, says that we are tired after um, running up and down Broadway a lot and writing every day. It's just been a, it's been a lot. It's fun, though. It is fun. You get to see all your buddies play. You know, a lot of times you write with them and don't, you know, don't can't find time to go out on the road or go see them play a live show because... You know, hardly any of them play in Nashville anymore. But when they do get to play, it's fun to go go watch them and see them live band. So the rain's been a little trouble. Rain's thrown a wrench in it. Um. So what did you? What all have you gone? So you went to Whiskey Jam Monday night. Sunday night, last Sunday. Sunday and yeah. saw. I don't know. I don't even, all my days of, are running bunch, together. Yeah, a bunch of buddies played. Um, but Fletch and Laney was up there with Megan Patrick and Tyler Braden played. Uh, so went to that and then just been to a few things. And when he went to that raised rowdy thing, was that last night? I don't know. I didn't go, man. Yeah, I think that was last night. 
Um, we're supposed to go see played, Tucker. All our buddies played that. Tucker was playing Tuesday and then Monday. Whiskey Jam. <laughs> all these days are running together. And then my anniversary, we went to Morton's. It was incredible. I mean, it's really good, but it just went long. It just took a long time. Like, I'm not trying to show up at a restaurant and be there for three hours, dude. No, not at all. And I mean, it was great. Like, the food was good. The service was good. Unless Everything it's like was... known for like a like a five course meal where you know you're gonna like you like prepare the whole day for that thing. I mean, that's kind of what this was. It was a prepared thing. But like, we got there at six thirty. Tucker started at what eight? Eight. Mm. So I was like, well, we have an hour and a half. To eat and like get out of there and get over or eight thirty. I think he started eight thirty, and man, we didn't get out of there till nine thirty. That might just be how Morton's is. It was insane. I mean, it look, man, I'm just bomb. It was great. I had a ribeye. It was it was off the chain, but man, it was just like like if I'm gonna be somewhere for three hours, that's a long time. There better be something I can shoot, dude. Even like even movies that just went like two hours. Bro, I can't tell you the last movie I watched that was over an hour and 20 minutes that I liked. Titanic? What? Maybe Titanic's the only <laughs> one I can think of. Still have never seen that movie. You've never seen Titanic? Heck no, man. Dude, Katie Carmen, shout out, what's up? We, oh eighth grade, dude, we went to see... We went to see Titanic. I could still see Rose up there with her arms. I mean, I've seen out. like parts of Titanic, but not the whole movie. Yeah, I cried, man. <laughs> I cried like crazy. Oh, my God. What movies have you cried in? And be honest, completely honest. Do you remember that movie, The Cure? Cried. I cried in that we movie. We cried together in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> and Dad. Old Yeller. That gets me. Still gets me. Yeah. Bambi? Uh, yeah, I was about to say, first time cried I ever saw... Um, you gonna let your kids watch Bambi? I mean, yeah, it's a classic movie. Doesn't matter, man. I mean, you got to think about that. That that movie. Dude, pre- you watched Bambi. I watched Bambi. Yeah, but I don't know that I'm gonna but, promote I mean, it. No, Dad didn't. There's been a million it. movies. It's just a good movie. There's been a million movies since then, though. Yeah, but it presents the hunter in a in a like a. Uh, I mean, mean no, nah, he shot Bambi's mom. Yeah, I know. So does I mean. Or Bambi's dad. I don't remember. No, Bambi's mom. There's a big buck in that movie, though. Remember? Giant <laughs> buck in that movie that I, always, I would take dude, out. I always remember being like, pow. Like, yeah. <laughs> he could show up. I always remember I was like him, four years here's old. Here's what I have in my head. Him hopping up on that rock and being like behind the shoulder. Yep. Slow trigger pull. <laughs> Release the breath. Easy track job. One. <laughs> He'll fall right under the rock. I'm just saying, I don't know. That. It's a, I think it's more of a, a lesson and a friendship and like, between him, the Bambi and Thumper, and the whole thing, than it is like, you know. Do you remember the plot of Bambi? I don't know. Me neither, dude. Yeah, so I'm going to watch, let my kids watch it a couple times, and they're going to say how cute it is. And then I'm going to take them to the woods, and they're going to watch me go to deer. Speaking of Bambies and babies, I got to see the mm. 3D face of Liza Jane today. That's my, we're naming our daughter, Cheyenne and I, not Reed and Reed. Cheyenne and I are naming our daughter Liza Jane after her. Great grandmothers and uh, man, that's a pretty baby. I know she ain't born yet, and it looks a little weird in there. But dude, did this is what's cr- okay? Take this for a second. So we're in there, and they're doing the the check the belly thing with like with the j- belly jelly and stuff. I don't know, which is disgusting. I can't even imagine, dude. <clears throat> kind of grossed me out right then. <clears throat> 
But anyway, they spray, they squirt it on there, and they start. Squirt is a gross word, by the way. And that's the only way jelly. to that is that is the correct context to use the word squirt. Like, no, it was like it was like a continual like. She was doing like figure eights on Shine's belly while she. No, was, I was saying like when they squirted, it was like. No, that's no. what I'm saying. It was just like a steady flow. Like, Does it come? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Does it come through the thing, or do they like squirt it? No, there no, it's like a, it's like a face wash tube. You know what I'm saying? Like a thick tube. That oh just yeah. Kinda, no, you, so you don't really. There's hear no it. like <laughs> at the end of it or anything. <laughs> <laughs> so if they had them, I'd have lost my mind. I tell you what, she did say this though to me today, uh, sir. Do you mind putting your phone away? I was like, oh dang. I was like, yeah, no problem. She was like, and just kind of pointed at this sign, and it's it was like, like no, no cell phones. <laughs> No photography. It was crazy. But anyway, so they do that. And she was go she was doing the thing where it was in and out, like it kind of goes through the baby. I don't know that doesn't make sense. You can't understand it unless you've seen it. You can see the bones and they they what they do is they take like the length of the femur in the picture and they measure it on this computer screen with these like tools in the computer, not like actual ruler or anything. And that translate right. in, in, into 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 how old the baby is by the length of the femur. It's crazy. It's like a tree, dude. It <laughs> yes, yeah. It's like the rings of a tree or whatever. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing, except it's like length of the femur. Not Why can't they just know when how pregnant Cheyenne is and know how old the baby is? Well, I think they had do these things like percentiles as far as like where the if the if they're growing at the correct rate does that make sense like oh yeah yeah where they are in there where they should be yeah where they should be and so yeah where's Liza J 63rd percentile what does that mean <laughs> you got me <laughs> you just explained it I mean I know <laughs> what they're doing I don't know why they're or what like I don't know dude <laughs> I, don't I have know. no clue I don't either when people say like oh my kid's in the 93rd percent I'm always like that's awesome that's way up there yeah, that, your kid's awesome <laughs> And then I'm like, I don't even. 99's passing grade. Yeah. I just went to A, right? So when they did it, (laughs) when they did that today, gosh, I forgot what I was talking about. Femur, I don't know, 93rd, 63rd percent. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I said, you know, because every dad in the world, especially if you're a songwriter dad, it's like, you're assuming something's wrong or going to go wrong. <laughs> so so I was like, well... Uh, something's not going to happen. And you don't want to ask just straight up, does my child have right. four toes or something? Yeah. You just kind of like beat around the bush, but passive aggressively. Chernobyl. I said, hey, uh, so if something was like wrong, like structurally, you would be able to tell by the... Because I didn't know if they're like actually checking the baby out because because dude they're flying it's like they change an angle check the measurement they're getting like shots God, i bet they're so bored oh it's insane they no it no it's impressive day, i'm seriously i'm serious like the the heart will be like this big the size of a quarter on the screen and they'll be like oh yep yeah, see all four valves there flowing real good and you're like what like it's it's impressive i have a new respect for what those people do That's so cool. so anyway she's doing that thing and she goes, uh, or I said, is there anything that could be wrong, whatever, would you be able uh, passive-aggressively asking, is my baby have okay. all, everything yeah. and normal? Yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah, they have everything by the time they're nine weeks. What? Yes. It's not like they're growing things. Like, they are formed 
really early. Wait, 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 like fingers and everything? Yes, bro. Like tiny, like king, tiny. Like king cake, tiny? Yes. <laughs> no. I thought they, I thought they like. So did I. Grew hands at like 27 weeks. So did I, dude. I thought, I was like, so has she got everything? You know, that's the only way I know to dude, ask that question. Their lungs aren't even in there till like. No, no. Four no, months. No, they are in there. Now, here's, the, this is cool, because I said- So it's like one of those babies you throw in the bathtub in the water, and it and soaks up. soaks up. up the, it's a <laughs> pill you throw in the water, is that and what it it's turns like, into Tyrannosaurus Rex. So that's Rex. pretty much what's going on in the-, in the <laughs> It turns into a Tyrannosaurus in a Rex. <laughs> no, did you it, ever do one of those? Did those ever all work? The time. Never works. I always expected them to, to grow, like, the size of the bathtub. Yeah, it was lame ones. It was like a smiley face. Yeah, and they, would, they wouldn't grow big at all. Nobody knows what we're talking about. We're talking about those little sponge pills. Water pills. Anyway- Golly, let me get through this. So, what was I saying? Oh my gosh! <laughs> so they measure the femur and they're doing all the thing. <laughs> no, I know. I said, does ever does she have everything? Yeah, everything? Yeah. She's like, oh yeah, we would have been able to tell early. And I said, well, at what stage do they have all of their things that they need? And she was like, honestly, it's pretty early between eight and ten weeks. Everything's there. I was like, what? Like, they could come out that early. She's like, no, they have to mature. So what's happening is now, like, the fingers are getting longer or the fingernails are getting fingernailier and wider and whatever. But it's really crazy, man. I mean, it is crazy. Like, when I saw the 3D picture of that baby's face. 4D. I, it was it. That's what Shine said yesterday. They like 4D technology now. Because I was saying, isn't it going to be crazy when, like, it's like 4K and you can actually see. And she... And, Alexa was there and Cheyenne at the shop when I got my haircut. Yeah. She was like, they got 40 now. And so when I saw that picture, it was way better than I thought it was going to be. And I, that's why it, it kind of got me for a second. I was like, Dang, you kind of see what she looks like. Totally. It kind of got real. It it definitely got real for me. And I was like, okay, that baby I was like, has she got a big face. Lips. Yeah, me too. I thought she the same thing. The crazy thing, what Cheyenne said, and I kind of agree with her, she was like, I gotta be honest, babe, I really hope she didn't have your forehead. <laughs> Why? Because look at it. I, mean, it's I got big. a no. This furrow brown. I get sunburned on top of this furrow oh, brown. No and if you're a, you got like natural visors. Totally like rain. And if, rain you, if you're a gal, if you're a gal, and you got this big man head. <laughs> I got. It's tough out there, bro. <laughs> for that gal, you got a man for it for sure. I'm just saying. You could bust through a wall, like I hope. If we ever get in trouble, you're going first. Well, I think that I think part of that is football helmet. I really do sitting and pushing down on my forehead. Tell yourself that, bro. You know what I'm saying? I don't you think know. everybody that's ever played football has a furrow brow. Check out a lot of lineman dudes. Check their foreheads out. <laughs> no, I'm just telling you, <laughs> it looks somewhat like mine. Let's hope she has Cheyenne's forehead. I pray she does. Um, big week this week. Um, Did you go into, to any? Have you? You've been to? We hadn't been to a show together, have we? No, man. I was supposed to go Tuesday. M Morton's ran long. Monday. Whatever, man. And then I've got, I'm going tomorrow. I'm going to the the amphitheater for Tucker's thing. And then I'll probably sneak over and watch a couple of Luke's. He's at the Nissan. Tomorrow night? Yeah. Cool. No, wait. Yes. Yeah. Tomorrow Saturday. night. Yeah. There was a bootleggers thing today. Luke yeah. played out some of that. So, um, yeah, I've, I've got a couple things I want to go to tomorrow, and then uh, a few things to get through Sunday too. The thing I hate about it is you get done with CMA week and you're like, "Man, I know I missed something somewhere," 
and you see them the next week, and they're like, dude, did you come to, and you're like, ah, hey. what? Oh. <laughs> but it is impossible to like go to every show. You can't. There's too many. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, and 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 pretty much all week. terrible, and there's nowhere. I mean, there's no Ubers. Like it's right. like triple it's thousand raining. rate, and it's raining. Yeah, it's been raining a lot. Um, but you just yeah, you, you go to the shows that you can go to, and you know, go cheer on who you can cheer. And we were working. Yeah, I mean, I wrote five times this week. That's a lot of times. My brain's mush. Who you got in game four? Raptors. That's tonight. Yep. What time does it start? Eight? That's probably right now. Oh, man. They're going to, everybody's going to know who won. Oh, after yeah. They listen to this. That's kind of cool, though. We can make predictions. So you got Raptors. They're going to, I think, I don't know if the Warriors are going to win another one. Wait, ever? No, in this series. Oh, you mean another game? Yeah. I think they'll, I think the Raptors will win tonight and then. Steph will shoot too much, if especially if Clay's playing, he'll shoot way too much. I get the feeling that you're not like a Steph guy. I'm not a Warriors guy. I mean, no, I'm not, I definitely don't think anybody's Steph. like a Warriors. I'm not a Steph fan. Too, he's too egotistical. He just to me plays kind of babyish, like like the mouthpiece throw. Ever since the mouthpiece throw, I've been out. Yeah, I, we watched that. Remember that? I mean, I remember that happening. Where were we? I don't. I'm not exactly sure, but. We both saw that, and I think a lot of people were like, he threw it and hit somebody in the crowd. Yeah, just straight up like a punk, man. Yeah, like a little teenage child that can't control his temper. Steph Curry, if you're listening to this, I didn't mean it. I did. Don't throw your mouthpiece at people. Throw me some. Throw me $1,000, and I'll forgive you for the mouthpiece. <laughs> if you throw a five my way, 5K spot. Wait, a five? Five dollars <laughs> will you get it for you? Time's really that rough, Holmes? I mean... If it throw me a five dollar bill, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Two, that's a couple. Who you got? Who you think? What's your prediction? Man, I got. I mean, I got Toronto winning it all, but I I don't. I mean, I think the Warriors win tonight. I do. Do you? But who? But everybody's hurt. Katie's out. Or they Clay Thompson plan or no? Here's an interesting fact: okay. they closed the doors on their practice today, so nobody, only like team, got to see who was suiting up and practicing. Oh wow! And it's the first time I saw Stephen A. talking about it, talking way too much about it. <laughs> that, um, dude, that dude talks too much. Man, he talks a lot. He's I, good, but he talks. too I much. I just don't see how you're that opinionated that, that much. often. Yeah, it's kind of annoying. Yeah, I don't really watch any of those shows anymore. Does anybody watch those shows anymore? Yeah, I think sports fans still. You know, I think he's like the new um, R.I.P. Stuart uh, Scott? Stuart Scott. Get out of here. He's nowhere No, no, no. Near. I'm not saying he's near as good. I'm just saying that's like the ESPN's new version of Stuart. I'll tell you what's annoying me about. <laughs> man, he was awesome, dude. I love that guy, man. Definitely R.I.P. How long ago was that? About 10 years ago? No. It it's been that. a while. I don't think it's been 10 years, though. Here's what's egging me, bro. What's egging you, bro? What's egging me is that <laughs> seems <laughs> I couldn't, man. It seems like it's so funny. It seems like sportscasters, along with news anchors, are it has to be like this dramatic, opinionated fight. Every morning. 
well, constantly. Right. Yeah. It's the way reporting, it's not like just straight up, hey, I'll talk in a normal tone so that you, the listener, will be calmed by it, and we'll talk sports for a minute. It's always like, and this guy walks in, scra- no, 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 way, and everybody's talking I can't over. believe you'd say that about. And Trump, this idiot, yeah. Trump, yeah. and I'm like, dude. LeBron, LeBron. Yes, Jordan. Man. Yes. Yeah, every day. And the and the other thing, I, I mean, I'm all about Toronto, but like, I'm tired of seeing Drake. Oh. I really am, man. Like, yeah. Like there are bench players coming off for Toronto that should be being talked about, and they're not because holy, what was that, <laughs> dude? There's a mouse, and that was a mouse. Yeah, that was definitely a mouse. I have to get that one. <laughs> oh my gosh! That it's in the on, camera bag. That was on the couch with you, really close to you. <laughs> That's egging me, bro. That's I would be egging me too, bro. <laughs> Let's go. What were you talking about? I don't know, man. <laughs> a mouse just ran across the couch, dude. Yeah, man. We he out here b- in the country, bro. He bailed off too. Dude, he did. He, he bailed off that couch. I thought I was the only one that was going to see it, and I was not going to say anything about it. I was going. I was just going to roll with it. I wish we were filming that. That was pretty incredible. A mouse just like cliffhangered <laughs> off of our camera bag. On the couch, mid conversation, right then, dude, scaled it, hit the ground, looked like a like like he was parkouring. He parkoured <laughs> over the camera bag, and then uh, kite flew. What are those things? Paraglided his way down to that amplifier, almost like turned into like a one of those flying squirrels, and then disappeared in a vent. It was pretty in an air vent. Man, good luck, bro. Dude, did you ever see that video or that episode of Robin Big where that tur- they got the turtles and the turtles slid down the uh, stairs? Oh, Speedy Claxton. <laughs> <laughs> and they took him. They took him to those uh, tournaments. You remember he was like Speedy Claxton, dude. They went and found him in the pond. Remember they oh. they were trying to find the the fastest one. Hilarious. And he dove. He got on that stairs. That was probably probably he Big Black too, man. Oh That's, man, God, man, we're losing them, dude. I laughed more at that show. That I was think, a funny show. Than I've ever laughed at anything. You know, it's real rare. And you know what those guys didn't do? <laughs> what they didn't argue about the news and preach. And they didn't. They didn't talk about anything negative, dude. They lived their life, and it was never political no, or man. like they just no. helped people yeah. and did fun things. You dang right. That's and, what I want to do. In and my you know, life. you know what other show doesn't do that? What Ellen DeGeneres. That's true. The I Ellen love show. Ellen's show. I do too, dude. It's. I will funny. get lost in those YouTube videos. What's your favorite one? Man. Time out. If you can't tell, we don't have a whole lot to talk about this time, so we're kind of <laughs> rambling. <laughs> so uh, it'll still be fun, though. Time in. There was this this woman named Gladys, this old woman, yeah, that called in from Texas one time, and Ellen. It was so funny that they continued like she continually called her because she was so entertaining. Yeah, like for years. And like they became friends, and I don't know if she ever made it on the show, but it was like a long time ago. That's awesome. Yeah, and then they do all those. uh, They do like the Halloween things with the producer, where they send him through the funny every year, (laughs) the uh, haunted houses. Funny every year. I'm ready to say somebody else, but it's funny every year. That dude's funny. Oh man, yeah. He took Ariana Grande one time. She's a baby, and so it was hilarious to watch them be scared. But that Gladys thing. It's hysterical. Look up a clip. Show us something. I want to hear something that's funny. Okay. What's yours? While I'm looking this up, what's your? What's your? Do you have a? Nah. 
I'm not. I mean, I love her. I just I don't I don't watch it enough to actually. But the thing is, like everybody's got a part on like like Wait, Twitch. Do He's you remember there was one? I, there was one thing I love that Twitch is on there. I love that. Uh, man, I can't remember why he was there or something. But it was this little kid, and she gave him an Escalade. Oh yeah, and he was driving that Escalade around. Oh, that's uh, that's Nate. That's the little kid that knows the crazy geological stuff. Yes, and they had the the. Are you talking about? And he had the world on the wheels. Oh, I don't know about that. Okay, that, that then that's a different kid. This kid is four, five years old. A little black kid. Oh no, this is a this is a little Gosh, white boy. I can't remember. I wish I could find it. I know what you're. I've seen that one though. It's really cute, man. Really cute. And he's she, he's driving the escalator like he just won the lottery. Yeah, yeah. I know that that little. He's hilarious. I just continually see her using her platform to like help folks and no encourage doubt, folks. Man. And man, say what you want to about her, but then I. I She's one of my favorite, man. I feel like that's the mark of a good human. No doubt. And all the good she's doing in other countries. Like oh, she, man. They, they just did that thing in Africa with the chimpanzee or the monk, the uh, monk or gorilla, um, her wife. <laughs> what? Ellen's wife built her like a $10 million facility in, in yeah, to help birthday, gorillas. So. Yeah, but it's, so she's doing, just, she's doing good around all right, the world. Play the clip. I do have the clip, though. I think this is like the first. Let's see if this works. For you yesterday, and it it, uh, it really helped me out a lot, and uh, that's why I, I encourage you to call if you have someone you mind. Listen to this one. Hello, Ellen. This is Gladys from Austin, Texas. I'm 88, and I love your show, and I'm, I'm regular. I'm a regular <laughs> watcher. Is what I, <laughs> I think she's like uh, leaving her voice. Do me a favor, honey. Move that spiky plant to the side. No. She didn't know how to dang a phone. Oh. All right, so I moved the plant. It was there, and I pulled it over, and now it's it's over there because uh, it's heavy. I did not. It's as far as I could get it. So uh, I can't tell you how much better I feel. That look at that. There's nothing behind my. So uh, we'll be right back. I'll call her glad. Call her right now. See if she has any more. Hello, this is Gladys, and if you're selling something, I ain't <laughs> anyway, dude, she's so. There's like four or five episodes on where Ellen calls her, and it's hilarious every time. Yeah, she's pretty, pretty and comedy then, gold. Yeah, one more thing. There's that Kalen guy. So he did the. He was doing the food reviews 
in like middle of Nebraska huh. and just randomly doing food reviews on YouTube in middle of Nebraska. She fell in love with those food, food reviews, called him out for a, like an interview on the show and she played one of them. It's so funny. Ended up at the end of that giving him a job. And now, now he's got that Kalen Reacts show. So he works for Ellen doing those videos now. That's incredible. She, he, she moved him out there, put him up in a spot and everything. She also donates like millions of dollars to charity. Yeah, she makes millions of dollars. That, that is true. I guess you could say she's extremely de- generous. Big week for you. Sure. Yeah, big week. Yeah. Stop talking about Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah, I'm tired of it too. Um, Man, the prequel came out today. Yeah. LC. Dropped today, man. Um, I was super blessed to have a song on there with uh, Ray Fulcher, who's been on the podcast. Was he our first podcast? The first one. Man. He was love the, that guy. the inaugural boat ride. And then Jonathan Singleton, who somehow finds a way to come up in every podcast. And then Luke, the, the four of us wrote that. Down in Mexico, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know why I said right. I know it for sure. It was pretty interesting. He Because I didn't get invited. He asked us to go down there, and we went. And um, he didn't really know you, though, at that time. That's true. I always say that just bubble throat. I didn't hear it. <clears throat> I always say that just to, like, aggro on, you know, the story. But Yeah, it's true. Um, I better go next time. So we flew down there, and uh, Columbia was actually doing a shoot and because he wears those shirts all the time. And so they flew him down there, and they said, take some of your buddies. We're going to go deep sea fishing and uh, pretty much do whatever you want. We just need you to wear this stuff. So it was funny. It's a pretty sweet gig. <laughs> pretty sweet gig. They were all like pastel colored, though. I still kind of wear mine sometimes. You'll see it. Y'all it's like, like a, model. Like photo yeah, dude. Shooting, it was dude. intense, and it was like a, it's, mine's like a salmon colored. I, st- I wore it yesterday. What are you talking about? Yeah, you wear it all the time. I love that shirt. It's, I love Columbia fly, stuff, bro. and this is no like plug for them, but it could be if you'll call us. I know what I'm saying. But seven three ones. It's a uh, <laughs> at the brothers on Gmail. I love that stuff. I mean, I, I love their, I love their stuff. And anyway, I really love it now that they took us down there. So, um, dude, it was crazy. Have you ever been to Mexico? I've never been out of the country, bro. Mexico is crazy. I don't even dog. have a passport. Well, there's a couple of different like. Regions of Mexico, like Mexico, is crazy. It is bonkers. I'll be now. watching those documentaries sometimes. Well, here's the thing: <laughs> when you go to like a resort or something, which we're we're not at a resort, but if you go to a resort, you kind of protected or whatever. Well, in we were in Cabo. What do you about to say? What you like? You about to say something? No, I mean like I don't think you're protected anywhere in Mexico. <laughs> Come the on, cartel man. is heavy. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Why? You don't think you're protected anywhere in Mexico. Like, it's just this big shootout, six-shooter Western thing going on everywhere. I mean, dude, it pretty much is. It pretty much is not at all. That is truly spoken like a guy who watched way too many gang, way too much gangland. I have watched a lot of gangland. Anyway, so we're in Cabo. We're actually an hour south of Cabo on this little beach town, which is beautiful man it was unbelievable there's these giant boulders that are like on the beach and the beach isn't like a sand beach it's more of like a rock kind of thing and uh man it was just it was crazy i didn't know this but apparently in the gulf in order to get into like some big fish right you gotta go like 40 to 50 to 60 miles off the bank which is tough man have you ever ridden that far on a boat uh I don't know. How, I mean, I don't think so. Dude, how many, how many miles not, did we go off that one time down there? 
Jonathan Casey's anniversary? Oh, 20. Okay. 15. Yeah. That, but it that took a long forever. time. Yeah, this takes like four hours to get out there. Well, in Cabo. Y'all want to know probably a way nicer boat, boat too. Yeah, but I still got sick as a dog twice. Throw up. Close. But in Mexico, so this is crazy, where it's at, which is actually called Big, it's in the Big Sur area. And uh, I kind of felt like me and Luke were the only Big Sur's down there. We're, Why didn't they just put surf on the end of it? You didn't get it, did you, the Big Sur? I did. It's funny. Gosh, I hoped it was. So the thing about Big Sur is that the, I guess that would be the Pacific, is actually closer than, it's like a mile off. It's not even a mile. I, we were like 800 yards off the beach, and we're in like super deep water. Yeah. It's insane. So you got like... Marlin and stuff like that, just right there, right there. It was it was crazy. What are the big fish categories? Shark, uh, dude. I have no idea. Marlin, Kobe, uh, Kobe, uh, Kobe. Uh. <laughs> um, I mean that's not really categories. It's kind of more like species. What are the big fish species? Game fish. Yeah, that, yeah. Like, like just like name some big fish. Oceanic. Species. You didn't have to say that word, dude. No, you're fish I mean, in the I'm, ocean. I'm asking you if fish, that's what you're asking. Yeah, fishing. Like, what do you go try to catch on those? El Dorado. Like, that's a big one. That's, they also call it the dolphin. It's like the green and yellow looking fish that's long with a big giant bullhead. I thought that was a mahi mahi. Yeah, I think it is. But I mean, that's another term for it. Wait, Mahi Mahi and El Dorado are the same thing? I don't know. Look that up. I'm, I'm curious about I'm that. I'm not the lookup guy. Sure you are. When mm-hmm. when Les is here, you're the lookup guy. Nope, we're at my house using my brand new flying internet. Yeah, so look it up. Nah. I think it is the same thing. Uh, I mean, obviously sharks, black marlin, blue marlin, um, swordfish, cobia. What? Wait, marlin and swordfish aren't the same thing? No, dude. What? They're not. Really? Dude, you're revealing yourself to be like not very knowledgeable on this subject at all. Tell me the difference between a swordfish and a blue marlin. They're not the same fish. That's like me telling you that the mule deer and a whitetail is, is a deer. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, dude, they're not the same fish. I've never fished for that stuff. I know, but you still don't have to be like ignorant to the facts. Are you calling me ignorant? No, I'm just saying you're being ignorant. No, I'm not. I'm not. I, I mean, I'm not. I just don't know. Right. <laughs> so like I don't I don't deep sea fish. That's like me talking about makeup. Do I deep sea fish? More than I have. Okay, once. Yeah, but you were out there fishing. You're acting like I'm stupid well, for not I'm just knowing. Saying, this they stuff. don't give you a sixteen hour course on what you could possibly bite your hook while you're five hundred yards off. Well they I mean the you're beach. probably more knowledgeable at it if you're out there doing it than back home have never done it before. I mean, I think that's pretty evident from So the don't past. call me ignorant. I'm not, for not saying you're you're an ignorant person. I'm just saying you're saying I'm revealing how ignorant I am on this subject, which if yeah, I mean I don't know anything about it. So if that makes me ignorant on it, then I'm I'm an ignorant. <laughs> Gosh, they're trying to call me out today on this podcast. I'm not. I'm just trying to answer your question. You keep saying stupid things. No, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, a sailfish and a blue marlin are not the you same. You said a fish. swordfish, bro. A swordfish and a sailfish aren't the same thing. I didn't ask. I knew a sailfish and a marlin weren't the same oh thing. Oh my god! I thought a swordfish was a, what was a marlin. I thought it was like a different term, like a buck and a whitetail. I mean, actually, according to Google, the term billfish refers to a group of predatory fish characterized by prominent bills or rostra, 
and by their large size, some are longer than four meters, 13 feet. Billfish. Billfish. <laughs> Billfish. Billfish. Sounds like a per- person running for office. Billfish include Bill selfish Fisk. and marlin, which make up the family Istiophoridae. And like swordfish, sole, sole member of the family, Zephyridae. So and Zephyridae today. <laughs> so Friday. <laughs> Finally, Zephyridae. That's the same Kersey song. Finally, Friday. Yep. So, so, swordfish is its own thing. Actually, a selfish and a marlin aren't the same kind of fish, but they're in the same family of fish. There you go. See, there you go. Learn something new every day. <laughs> you just learned something, guys. Congratulations. Thanks for making it this far in this that podcast. That you didn't know either. You learned that too. I mean, oh, <laughs> man. Don't, we're not going to do it. <laughs> you did. I didn't know. I'm not going to explain all this. What's so, your favorite? What was your favorite memory of Mexico with that, that crew? Man. You ate, you ate fr- uh, like right out the ocean tuna. Straight out the ocean tuna. And I was really surprised that... Uh, that Jonathan ate it. If you want to know the truth, like I, I didn't, I couldn't see him. You know what I mean? Like, dude, literally, Luke catches this tuna. We pull it up on the boat. We put it in a cooler. We catch a cut. We catch like a wahoo or something. And then we, I don't know what it was called, but dude, this thing <laughs> shot out of the water. A wahoo. That sounds and like you catch like a good time. Truthfully, when I, I saw like it, a wahoo last night. I thought about him going like coming up out of the room going wahoo. Yeah, it was like Mario. Literally, Ow. literally, I'm not being. I'm not exaggerating this. 20 feet in the air out of that water. The Wahoo? It blew my mind. No joke. They call it the Wahoo. I'm just saying it blew my mind. Rolling a roller coaster every time you come out the water. How high that... It just went... Like we were standing there talking... 20 feet? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know know how tall 20 feet is? Yes, dude. It may have been higher than that. Two basketball goals? May have been higher than that. Easily could have been higher than that. 30 feet's a light pole. Was it higher than a light pole? Could have been, bro. Dang, dude. I'm telling you this. Apparently what happens is they go down deep... They come up super hot at your bait, and they'll hit your bait like that. Uh, and so the, he missed the bait and hit it with the side of his face. So the pole was like, but he goes, and I was like, I was talking to Ray, and I was like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And I just watched this giant come fly. It wasn't giant. It wasn't huge. Yeah, I was about to say how much they weigh. I don't know. This one's probably three feet long. Okay. But he shot out of that water like a miss. And I was like, Oh my gosh! Everybody's like, "What?" I was like, "Look at that fish flying!" And they turned around and didn't quick enough to see it come back down. It was a wahoo, wahoo, wahoo! And dude, we were like, seriously, eight hundred yards off the bank. I mean, we were just right on the bank. Have you ever seen those videos of those sharks? The, yeah, it, it's like the that. great whites. It's like the, that. The walruses. Okay, but imagine Seals. something doing not a walrus, walrus. I don't know what thirty, forty miles an hour, or however fast they go, and being three foot long and hitting that water doing oh that. Goodness. I mean, that's what they were doing. They that's sh- like that's pretty much like us hitting those barge waves on wave runners. <laughs> <laughs> Wahoo! Hey, I would just like to say I had four concussions when that during those times. I was in a magazine for what. Jumping a wave on a oh, wave runner. Yeah, I was in a magazine doing a backflip off a float. I'm just saying, <laughs> I had a full page spread. You can ask Courtney Goolsby, my sister. Full page spread of me. I would pay good money to see that VIP magazine with me balling out on that 92 Sea <laughs> Doo. We gave that thing hell, dog. You think it's running right now? Probably not because me and Cody flipped it over. 
one time and it stayed underwater for about 35 minutes. Gosh, y'all Dad, always broke everything. Dad had to come get it and kind of remember take that. the seat off and run it. And the pistons, he said, we're shooting water up 15 feet. Like, wow. Yeah, you guys yeah, pretty much ruined everything. What? Some things never changed, dog. Give me another example of us ruining something. Oh, I don't know. My life, the past 20 years. What's next? The Wahoo comes flying up out of the water, and we were like, oh, my gosh, Wahoo, whatever. We go back <laughs> in. We, um, I can't remember the guy's name, but he cut that fish up, and the whole time he was cutting that fish up, I was like, oh, you're not doing that right. You're going to get in the guts. Straight in the guts of the fish. I don't think he really knew what he was doing, if I'm being honest. Well, so why was he cutting the fish up? I don't know. I really don't. I think they wanted us to think that they knew a lot about what they were doing when really they just knew a lot about like trolling the boat and and what baits to use. It, it was, you know, anyway. So he cuts the fish and as soon as he does, he cuts this big chunk of nice, beautiful red meat and and I stepped up there. I didn't, or no, I didn't go first. I think I think maybe Jonathan was the first one. He just Reached up there and got a piece of that, or he 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 reached down and got the whole thing and bit into it. I got a video of it somewhere, like a piece of like watermelon, like a piece of waterfish. Ooh, yeah. I mean, how was it? It was really good. I have a taste, or just kind of like no, just like good fish taste. It was a little. Uh, it's gonna gross people out, but it was kind of a little bloodier than like what you would get at like a sushi restaurant. You know what I mean? It wasn't washed off and clean. It was a little rough, yeah. but. It was still really good. I mean, it was sashimi, sashimi. That's what? what they call it? Yeah, sashimi. Sh- yeah, cool. Shashumi. You know what I'm saying? Bless so, you. Sashimi. Because they're dead. Sashimi. Sashimi. So it was really good, though. It was interesting um, to see the culture down there. It's a totally different deal. But that was that was one of my fondest memories was catching that tuna and doing that whole thing. Another thing that happened that was insane is that Luke and I. And Jonathan and Ray were all out playing guitar. They filmed us like play, singing songs. I actually, no, we didn't. We didn't because it wasn't written by them. We had played some of the songs that Luke and I had written, and then we played some of Jonathan, him, and, and Ray, and all that. And that was right when Hurricane was like, had just gone number one. Yeah, y'all, because it was the number one party that y'all. That's true. That he revealed to, to you. Yeah, that's right. So, um, this guy walks up and he's talking to us and he's telling us like about the town and everything. And uh, he said something about like taking some shots. And Luke was like, yeah, man, I'm in. And I was like, well, shoot, I can't let Luke go. I can't let Luke go wandering the streets of this crazy Mexico town by himself at 12 o'clock, right? Yeah, I had to follow somebody somewhere. Yes, in Mexico, a guy we didn't know. Now he was American. Like he his, ain't safe nowhere. And his what? Not true. And his wife was American. So we go to this place. It was so funny, man, because we were walking up. We were walking to his house. They didn't know who Luke was. Had no clue. They knew we were. They knew he. Well, they knew that somebody was somebody. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like I don't think they knew who was. They knew it was it weird. Was somebody was a big deal. Yeah, because they're. But the film crew had already gone home at this point. It was just kind of us hanging out. And so Luke and I get up and we walk out and we're walking down this road and in the back of my mind i'm like man this is a terrible idea and cappy is gonna kill me because cappy's luke's manager yeah cappy's luke's manager who had already gone to bed like i said it's getting late and so we're walking down through there and we get to this dude's house or as we walk in i said so you guys into music at all you into country music or anything or he goes i said you need music he goes 
yeah, I'm into uh, I'm into some country music. And I was like, oh, like any of the new guys? No, I hate the new guys. It's all I like the old guys stuff. I was like, well, man, there's some. And keep in mind, Luke is standing there. I was like, well, there's a couple of guys that are pretty good, kind of you know doing the the old school thing. And he was like, like who? I was like, oh, this guy named Luke Combs, you know, he's pretty good. Never heard of him. <laughs> he, he had no idea who he was or what was going on. So we walk in, we do the thing, and halfway through, I was just like, hey, I just got to tell y'all, because you, you, they were talking about their grandkids and stuff, and I was like, you're going to want to tell them that this happened to you. And I was like, dude, this is, he's a big, famous country music singer. And they were like, what? Like, She was like, I knew, I knew you. And then you saw her like, like secretly try to Google over there and then lose it once she figured it out. Yeah. Like she was losing. So we have a great time with them. I look down and it's 2.30 a.m. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we have got to get back. Like they're pro- there's no cell phone service. So th- picture this. We're in the middle of this town we've never been in, in some dude's house on the other side of town at 2.30 and we've got to walk back to the our place, and we don't know where we're at. Sounds super safe. Yeah, incredibly safe. So we we go walking down this like dirt road between these buildings. We're laughing at like how crazy this story is going to be. We're walking down through there. You will. I'll give you a hundred dollars if you can tell me. What comes up the street at us? Unless you already know. Something's coming at you in the street? 2.30 a.m., something comes at the street at us. What is it? Uh, Two of them. Bulls. Two bulls. That's balling. Are walking up the street. Just, just at me and Luke. 2.30 in the morning. On the beach. We were like, uh... <laughs> Uh, those Whose bulls is this? <laughs> Whose bulls? Somebody get they bulls, dude. I mean, it was like, I felt like I was in the twilight zone, dude. That's weird. Can you imagine? No. This is a hundred, a thousand percent true story. Two bulls come, come out of where I was like, uh, we finna square up. Like, <laughs> what are we going to do if these bulls kill us? And then nothing. Dan Isbell gets Luke Combs killed in Mexico by bulls. At 2.30 in the morning. Dude, that's terrible. So we slide by him like we slide up against the <laughs> the wall, like this Aztec wall thing and just slide down through there. We walk back to the uh, apartment, I mean the house. They had a house for us down there. And when we're trying to get in the door real quiet, <laughs> when we do, we knock like a table over. I mean, it was something giant. And when we do, Cappy from the dead raises up on the couch on the patio and goes ah we're like ah so everybody's like screaming at each other we're all terrified we get inside and luke asks cappy to make us an omelet with the leftover tuna and eggs and dude cappy whipped up i'm talking about a feast and we sat out there at three 30 in the morning and ate tuna omelets on the beach. And, it, dude, it was just a fun – that was cool. just a really great memory. But I'm saying, I'm telling you all this about Mexico. Uh, we also rented ATVs one day and went up to this creek. And this is the moment that I knew 
that Luke was like multi-country famous. Like, because we were in Mexico, we take these ATVs through this like literal desert to this canal kind of thing. We're hiking up to this waterfall and we pass three people, three people coming back from the waterfall. And as we passed them, I saw her like kind of double take him and then go, I'm sorry to ask you this, but are you Luke Combs? Dude, we're in a desert. You're pretty famous. That's when I knew. I was like, man, this is, this thing is blowing up. And so she took a picture with him in the middle of nowhere on somebody's phone. And he like texted it to him or emailed or something. And uh, it was just, it was, it was a phenomenal trip. At the end of the trip, Ray had to fly back early for a show from Cabo. It was, I don't know why he did that, but he did. And so it was just me. Jonathan and Luke, and we started um, Moon Over Mexico, and we we were literally writing these lyrics on the beach, like under a palm tree. It was on a it was on a like a not a deck, but like a patio that kind of turned into the beach. If that makes sense. So we, when we were writing, we were kind of writing it there a couple of hours before we flew home, and we wrote half of it, and um, we felt bad because Ray wasn't included on the song. You know, and so he actually wrote this. I think we sent him the work tape of the first verse in the chorus, and then he wrote the majority of the. He wrote the second verse, and then we all got to be together in Nashville and kind of tweak some things. And not much. I mean, really, most of it was. I think probably ninety percent of that verse is, is just him, and then um, which he speaks Lucanese, man. Oh yeah, Ray Fulcher knows what Luke wants to of course. sing, uh, and. And he couldn't be a better guy. I mean, just a good dude. And so anyway, we ended up finishing that song in Nashville. He cut it here. And then he recut it and uh it came out today, man. Pretty exciting. Yeah, it's a good it's a good one. That that whole batch of tunes, the prequel, the whole thing is everybody's really excited about this next batch of music that Luke from this thing to the end is gonna put out. I think everybody is just really eating up everything he puts out. No, no doubt. I mean, it's just, there's a certain niche that he's hitting. Um, and I was asking, I was talking to somebody about this the other day, and they said, man, he's just, the word that keeps coming up is like relatable. Everybody feels like he's so relatable. And the truth, the truth of that he is, is he is. No doubt. Yeah, I mean, he's just a small town Carolina boy, yeah. you know, and that that with, lived out his lyrics. With a big time voice, man. Yeah, and a big time heart, man. I mean that he's awesome. I agree. And he, the Cole's awesome, and his parents are awesome. We got to hang out with them, and I met, I, I met them. I think you. Had, that um, was the first time you ever met them. Yeah. Oh man, they're um, great. But met them in Denver, and Rondon Lee. Dude, yeah, he just. I mean, they reminded me of mom and dad, and yeah. just you know, just just good people. And she'll turn up a little bit now. So we have fun. She will turn up. Yeah, I that feel was like... that was a fun night. <laughs> Yeah, Lee, they're Lee awesome. kinda, yeah, he kind of he kind of just sits over there and has a good time. Yeah. Doesn't say much. He lays back. He lays back. Ray said uh, the other day that he got Leah. It was either a hat or a shirt or something. And he's rocking it. What like a Ray Vulture oh, yeah, shirt? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it might be one of Ray's new ones. Dude, like dirt on it. The funniest thing, man. When we went to Luke's house in uh, Asheville, we walked into Luke's old room. You know, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> and. Uh, That's funny anywhere. There was a fan, like a like a yeah. cool off fan that you would 
get it like a church or something. You know how they get those fans? Does that make sense? I mean, you know what that is? That revival. The paper fans. Paper fan, yeah. And it was a cutout whose face do you think was on it? I'll give you $100 if you get it. Oh, in Luke's room? Yes. Country music artist. I'm Eric Church. Chris Young. (laughs) 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 I got a picture of it. I'll show it to you. Oh, that's a stare. Yeah, there's apparently Luke's mom is like a big time Chris Young fan. (laughs) I knew that. Yeah, it's pretty funny, man. Uh, but yeah, man, just a dude, just a good family, good dude, yeah. good. That's songs, why they're so relatable. Big voice. He, I mean, it's easy to relate to him because that's yeah, what yeah. most of us are, no doubt. Um, so anyway, thanks, Luke, a whole lot for cutting that song and putting it on your project. I'm super blessed to have it on there, and I look forward to see what else comes of it. Yeah. Um, that's enough about Mexico. We'll probably have... I've got all that footage, that Columbia shot, so we'll probably end up dicing that up and turn it into yeah, either watched, a short... Yeah, we watched some of it, and it's funny. You and Luke break a GoPro. Dude, that's he a fun, breaks a that's GoPro. A funny, that's a funny video. Man, he took that can So we rented these can and I'm telling you, dude, he's doing 60 miles an hour the into thing creek is, beds. But, I was terrified. But y'all asked him, y'all were like, what can we do? And they And they said... Oh, the they were the like Columbia just, guy. They were like, "Don't break them, like they like don't roll them over." Yeah, but yeah, pretty but, much go do what you but want do to what do. you want to do. And yeah. dude, I knew Luke. I mean, we were friends at that point, but I didn't know. Like, dude, we're red, man. That's a green light if you're red, bro. I mean, we're redneck dudes, yeah, and we will do some redneck things. I mean, this even look at this mic stand. There's like a leather strap holding that's this my guitar strap holding that microphone up. Yeah. I'm just saying. Like some people talk it, but they don't walk it, dude. And and I didn't know him well enough to know that he was like super red. And Jonathan's red. That, that sure. whole and crew. I knew that, yeah. you yeah, know. Yeah. But um, dude, I got in one of those little Can Am two seater things with him, and the Columbia dude's like, "Hold this, what's that thing called? A gimbal? Hold this gimbal with a GoPro on it while he drives." Yeah. I keep was the, like, keep the videos. Uh, okay. So as I thought Luke was going to run real fast and then like kind of break into the creek because there are creek banks, right? They're like two feet. So he goes flying off this creek bank. Hammered, Y'all were like in the Baja, right? Bro, the literal Baja. Yeah. They had just had that Baja like race. I play video games in that. Place. Okay. We were on that track. <laughs> Seriously. In the It's in the middle of nowhere. Dude. It's crazy. So he goes off this Two foot embankment, nose dives into this creek, doing fifty. Just pedal to the middle, son. Pe- as hard as it'll go. That's what I'm talking Do about. Do we ain't little dudes, man? I mean, there was some momentum rolling in that thing. So when we hit, <laughs> gimbal in hand, we hit. I was trying to hold on my life. That gimbal first goes down straight into my thigh, and looks like it's a, sp- a space shuttle, like space shuttle taking off. And then off the back, you got to think. Okay, so the nose of the cannon comes in this creek, yeah. hits, and then throws us down. So my it comes down onto my leg, and then it just rocket ships straight like into you, the roof of the Can-Am and snaps. It looks like you intention, like it looks like you took that as hard as you could in the video and just went. I'm telling oh. you, the momentum of the the the, the like the pow that thing. That's fine. It just it was like if you imagine me holding a piece of ice cream and just in a cone <laughs> and slamming it into the roof of the Can-Am as fast as I can. That's what happened. And then I had to hand this dude back. The what are those gimbals? Four hundred bucks? Three hundred bucks? Oh, they're expensive, man. Smashed. Yeah. I mean, Hulk smashed. I think you probably just get like a little connector that connects for eighty bucks. No, dude. The handle was snapped. 
It was snapped. The funniest part of that video is after you do it, you're like, st- Luke's still going pedal the metal, and you're flying around looking at this well, skateboard. The like, trouble like, is, like you're like, oh no. <laughs> the trouble is, but you're is, still having to hold on. You know those face masks? You have to pull up those little like dust. Well, how do you describe that? It's basically just like a yeah a neoprene face mask that you would pull up to your nose. Well, I had one hand holding on to the Can-Am, one hand holding on to this gimbal. He hits the creek so fast, water comes up on my thing. And you can't breathe. Couldn't breathe. <laughs> I was like getting waterboarded. waterboarded. Yes. I was getting waterboarded in the Can-Am. And I was like- Having the best time of your life. But I couldn't let go because he's doing six. Like, Wah! And you know when you peg one of those things out, dude. No, oh, you're gone. Man. It's probably whiskey thr- throttle, too. Oh, 100%. His foot's probably it we were running on the bank, running on the other bank, running on the other bank. We got out, and I was like, hey, give me a second, dude. Give me one second to figure this out. Dude, I am literally dying. He'll get on it at his place, man, on those little things. Dude, he can have it, man. I mean, <laughs> have you ever ridden in a truck with him? Dude, oh, yeah. he's a NASCAR winner, dude. Have you seen his newest toy? No. He got a Jeep that's got 700 horsepower in it. What? It's like this. He, I didn't know whose it was when we went over there the other night, and he was like, "I gotta take you around in that." And I was like, "Is that like super?" He's, it's got black rims, bro. It's tough. It's tough. And he's like, "It's got seven hundred horsepower." Dude, he's gonna have to be careful, man, because yeah, he's, he's got that speed Chevelle. D, man. Yeah, D, man. <laughs> Brian. Yeah. Chose. How long are we going, man? Are we we about ready to wrap this, this We've thing? We've been going on? for about an hour. Yeah, we got to go out here in a little bit. Oh my gosh We're going out tonight. And tomorrow night. And man, I yeah, and I gotta do Sunday too. I ain't gotta do Sunday, I don't think. Uh real quick, you don't need food plus stuff? Uh not really, not yet. I I don't clearly plan anything here at the house that needs to be in the ground right now. Okay. Let me ask you a question. I wanna see if I can get your Okay, I did put I I put um corn and cameras out, so I'm gonna do I'm gonna start doing inventory right now. So tell me how much a bag of corn is. A fifty. Uh, let's do fifty pound bag. That's what I bought today. Okay, how much? I paid seven fifty six at seven dollars and fifty six cents at Trader Supply. Do you think there is a difference between corn that you buy for pigs and stuff to eat and corn that you buy to plant? Well, prior to today, talking to you already, I do know. I did know there was a di- there's two different t- kinds of corn, or like. You know, there's a male corn, female corn, all that kind of. Then there's a seed, plant corn, all that. Wait, what? I didn't know there was a difference because I went with Shane, Tyler Farr, and Jonathan up to Shane Miner's uh, wife's parent in-laws. She went. He went to his in-laws. Shane's in-laws, yeah, yeah, in Indiana. And he's a huge time corn farmer and huge time, huge time corn farmer. (laughs) Okay. That's his title. It's like huge what he time. says on his desk. Hey, nice to meet you, Mr. Huge Time. He's like, I'm so-and-so. I'm a huge time corn farmer. All right, go. What so what? Do? What do you say? Um, so he explained a lot of that to me as we were we were cutting the tops off of them. Okay, well, I don't know that. So why don't you explain that to me about male and female? It was a long time ago. There's, we just we cut the tops off of the male plants because if they would have floated, it was, he was like growing sweet corn right here, which oh, is a food corn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then growing seed corn out there so he was just literally growing corn to plant more of out there and then growing the seed sweet corn here for him like him well just to yeah and his into sale and all that and so we had to go out there and one morning i asked him i was like if you do anything farmy like and and he's growing deer he had a 200 inch three-year-old there too but i said if you do anything on the farm 
I would love to help you. This is a few years back. So he woke me up. He said, I'm going to get up at so-and-so, and we're going to go cut. I don't remember what they call them. But, dude, it was awesome. He gave me a little cutter, and I went up there. And he was like, this section right here, and it was a bunch of corn. And we just went through, and everything that was taller than whatever, we just cut them. Because if, they, if the wind blows them from that plant they'll to germinate. that, they'll germinate and mess up the... Uh, cross high, it'd be like a hybrid right, strand. Right, which will, will, wouldn't do anything. Man, that's crazy. Yeah. Well... But I didn't... Okay, I didn't, so how much would you assume a 50-pound bag of seed corn would cost? $7.56. A little higher. Twelve. I've never paid more than $11, $12 for a 50-pound bag. Keep going. A 20, lot higher. 40 Higher. Double that, 80? Higher. 120? Higher. For how, a 50-pound bag? Yes. Maybe 40-pound bag, honestly. Oh, where are we at? 150? Yeah. That's how much it was? No. Keep was, going? Yes. <laughs> it was $176 for a 40-pound bag of corn. Now, tell me what the difference of... Where did you get it? Co-op. Scam. I don't know, man. I said, hey, man. I love the co-op. I need to... I need to... I want to plant... Two and a half acres of corn. He was like, well, you can't just use feed corn. You need seed corn. I was like, what? I thought corn was a seed. But did you tell him you are doing it for deer yes. hunt purposes? And he goes, well, dude, here's the thing. You plant that feed corn. He said, it may, it may like come up a little bit, but you're definitely not going to have any corn growing on it. Then I called my homie, my Mississippi homie, Jamie Davis, and said, hey, dude, why didn't you tell me this stuff was $176 back? He goes, what are you talking about? Why didn't you call him before he's paid $176? Well, I was standing at the register, and he said, feed corn doesn't work. Seed corn works. And it looked the same. When I opened the bag, I thought I was going to see something totally different. Dude, there ain't no way you could Bro. You could get a, a three, you could get a sweet corn, seed corn, feed corn, and do them like this, and then do which one is which. Ain't no way... You can tell. But here's the thing. I don't... He what's said... Just, what's whole corn? That's what I got. Shell think. corn. You got shell corn. Shell corn is when they, it's off the cob. Yeah. Like, that's shell corn. Right. Right. What? Is that what you <laughs> asked? Yeah. But where does that... I mean, why is it so much more expensive? Why is it $176 compared to... <laughs> no. This was seed corn. This is not whole corn. Seed corn. I don't know why it was so much expensive. So much more expensive. So much expensiver. I, I thought that was I, that bottle rolled. I thought that mouse was back, dude. I'm not gonna lie. I'm scared to death. Mm. I said little Ronnie running around. Your roommates. Yeah, he lives in the couch. <laughs> he watches this room. Anyway, that's I got that planted last night. That's an expensive food plot. I covered not really. I mean, two and a half acres. It kind of makes sense, you know. I mean, if you're doing green, so I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna put I I kind of centralize the corn like to the back part of the property, and then on the front part, um, I may do greens, may I may run some beans in there or something, yeah, just to give them something else to thing. eat. Early season, late season thing, yeah. Um, anything on the opposite side? Nah, because I want to. I, I want, well, I've got a uh, I got a, I mean I got a uh, trophy rock over there. Okay. Time out. Can you have trophy rocks in Tennessee? Yeah, you can't hunt over them. Right. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, you can have them that off season. I was like, yeah. hang on a second. <laughs> um, yeah, so I got a trophy rock over there that I'm gonna put a camera on, um, which provides minerals, salt, helps deer sweat. Um, I got water down there with that spring, and then I've got seed corn on the top of that ridge. Yeah, I think I found a new spot to. I found a couple of new spots to put a couple of hangers um, for bow hunting around here. Kind of pinch points that. There, I've got a deer back here that 
I saw him last year. Um, I think he's five. He was only 120 inches or so. But you think he was five last 10 year? Point. He's a big body I don't think he was deer. Five. Four or five, man. He's a big body deer. Yeah. And so, anyway, you know, as a as a five or a six year old, I would love to try to take him my bow. Yeah. And so I'm, I've I've got a I found a couple pinch points that I'm gonna I'm gonna put stands up and try to try to get a sighting on him. Are you gonna put out anything in that little plot? Yeah. What? Uh, I just got I um, ordered some. It's right in there. Um, like a clover mix? A clover. What's the Imperial Clover? Yeah. Yeah, I ordered that. Um, that stuff ain't cheap either, dude. No, it's 30-something dollars for the bag. That's not, I thought it was more than that. Um, it, I mean, it's a, it'll cover like an acre, something yeah. like that. And then I just got that I got that fusion. I'm going to be honest. It's got the chicory and everything mixed. I don't think I'm going to use a planter. White Institute. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to use a planter anymore. I mean, if this corn comes up, the way that the beans came up, I think I'm just going to disc, plant, yeah, tickle in, and be done. Yeah, I mean a lot of a lot of. If you're not trying to get it in rows, right? If you don't, if you're not harvesting it, if you're just literally putting it out there for the deer to eat, gosh, it's just so much less work. Yeah, yeah. Than to have to rent a giant planter. I mean, they're nice. Sketchy drive that thing all the way to your house. Well, that's our situation. If you've got one. I mean, Dude, I, I, nobody has planners for deer plots. Well, I'm just, I mean, I'm saying the majority of folks don't yeah, have planners. The people yeah. that have planners are hardcore farmers, which is fine. But if you're not a hardcore farmer, no, you don't need one. You would. I use it two hours. I would use it two hours a year. Yeah, just throw it in the ground and put some dirt on it, and hope for the best. Put some dirt. On we'll see, man. I mean, it may not. It may not work, but I think it's going to. Yeah, got a lot of good rain. I'm getting excited, man. The August last week in August we're hunting velvet deer. It's the twenty fourth through the twenty sixth, so we gotta be sure not book shows on that. Okay, did, did I already do that? <laughs> I th- I, when you said that, I was like, wait, we got something that week. It might be in July though. But we've got we've got more stuff. I'm bush hogging um, our other spot we hunt, Middle Tennessee, and then yeah. just bush hogged all the West Tennessee place. So I think we're on schedule. Yeah, um, at least for. Like I'm those that corn is going to be early. That's going to be a fall plot. I think this is going to be a year that I like. This is the only deer back here behind the house that I and the deer behind your house. Those are the only ones that I am expecting to see. Everything else is going to be a surprise. I hope we see those deer. Yeah, or two. I think we will. Um, because it'll be baby time, man. Oof. She's born in India, dude. September. I'm sorry, she's born the end of September or do the end of September. Yeah, you'll get the you'll have the weekend to hunt velvet. Oh, if we could velvet, film you shooting that deer in velvet, it'd be amazing. Yeah, let's try that. That's hey, what we're gonna do. Thanks so much for listening to us. Uh, we appreciate you hanging out. Um, our guests were great this month. I thought we had Heaney on and Michael Hardy. Yeah, they were awesome guests. They sang some songs. Go back and listen to those podcasts if you haven't heard them. And then we got some exciting stuff uh, lined up for you next month. The way that we're doing these is we're going to do uh, three podcasts a month, and then we're going to take two weeks off. We're going to do – is that right? We're going to do two guests. That equals yeah, – Yeah, sorry. Two guests, <laughs> and then one with just us, then two weeks off. Or maybe, you know, it may it, – majority of it will be just us, but we'll have the like – The majority of it. The majority of those third episodes will be us, but we may sometimes yeah, yeah, be in a yeah. situation to have somebody. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, these episodes we're just kind of kind of talking, updating, kind of what's going on at the moment, and right. really don't have anything to 
you know. There is one thing we're thinking about doing called If We Were Lost, lost. which sounds like a lot of fun. We were thinking about taking. Easy. Maybe we just give it to him next time. Okay. We'll give it to you next time. I guess. I want the listener to be a part of this process too, which is part, that's what we talked about. Well, it's your like, brain, baby. So. Y'all be thinking of a title If We Were Lost. Be th- we'll do this. Okay. No, we can't go into it because that's all. You got to go into the whole thing. Thanks for listening so much. Check us out. Check out uh, the Luke Combs new EP. The prequel. The prequel. Um, YouTube always. We got videos on there. All those songs are great too, by the way. I know know we talked about mine, Moon Over Mexico, but like Uh, seriously, all those songs are hammers. Yeah, and all our buddies are on it. Yeah, man. We couldn't be more proud. James McNair, Ray Fulcher. Thomas Archer. Thomas Archer's on there. Jonathan's on there. Wyatt Durrett. Yeah, Wyatt. Um, There's There's a Jay Booker. I don't know. I don't know who that is. I don't either, but I'm proud for him. Yeah, man. Good on you. Refrigerator Door, great song. Oh, every one of them great songs. And there's more to come. Uh, Harmony. Change the keys. That we sing. I have step up. Goodbye. Sound like bagpipes. Folks wanna be insta-famous, man, they can't put down their phone Some folks wanna park a new Mercedes in front of a Hollywood home Some folks spend all the cold hard cash keeping up with the latest trends I think I'd rather smile in my paid-off four-wheel drive than cry in my bank on bins Some folks like to drink a beer on a Friday, crank a little country on a